0: What's up, peeps? I'm Mike. And I'm Matt. And we are the Pink Gold Peeps. A Nintendo podcast about two 20 something year olds talking about Nintendo. And I have to say Nintendo like four times to make up for all the times that Matt doesn't say that we're a Nintendo it was podcast. Just one time. They- mm. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, anyway, mm-hmm. um, yeah, so that, that's our shtick. Uh, Matt, how are you doing?
1: Um, pretty good. I, I'm, I'm getting a cold really yeah oh that's
0: a bummer and you're going on vacation with me on
1: friday i know well, i'm hoping it will be gone by then it's wednesday so. we're recording on a wednesday for the first time in like forever yeah this is when we used to record this is when we used to record now it's thursdays yeah i'm getting sick i felt it like in um at work today and do you have this thing where like when you start getting sick your gums start to hurt no mine's the back of the throat but the gummy parts yes and I'm just like, oh. Or, like, maybe it's, like, right near my teeth, but it's like, ooh, that's so weird. It happens, like, whenever I get sick, and I don't know why. Hmm. Is that a problem? Should like, I go see a dentist? No, I think that's just your
0: body's way of telling you, where mine's, like, the back of the throat. It's like Spider-Sense, but <laughs> never mind.
1: Mike, I... how <laughs> you
0: I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Um, as always, work's been very busy. But I've actually had a lot more time to play games. I have a lot, like a lot of games to talk about this week. Oh, good! Which I'm kind All of right. excited about.
1: All right. Well, well, you want to just get into the next segment then? Sure, let's go. So, uh, well, Matt, what do you start? What have you been playing this week? I played. Okay, actually, I didn't think I had a lot to talk about this, but I do. I played Octopath, nice. and I finally beat the Alfin's boss.
0: boss. Now, you, this is the boss that last time we talked about Octopath. Matt was talking about having trouble beating,
1: and I beat him, and I felt so. Good about myself. He was. He I sent used, me a message in all caps
0: about how happy he was. And I was like, are you talking about Octopath? Like, he didn't give me a reference.
1: <laughs> um, You know the pomegranates and how they buff your BP? or like you use mm-hmm. to BP. I never used them before. Yeah. But this fight, I was like, if I max out Ulbrick right now, I can break him. <laughs> and I was like, I got to do it. So, Therian just became my pomegranate guy. And every turn, all he did was give Ulbrick pomegranate so he could use his, like, Times four thing. Yeah, I didn't really use the pomegranates until the
0: fourth chapter, um, and its fourth chapter bosses. But by the end, I still had enough pomegranates that, like, mm-hmm. if I
1: wanted to, I, I have could. so many pomegranates, so I yeah. don't use them. Um, they're good against the uh, the secondary bosses. And then um, the other thing was that that chapter, Elfins chapter three, is good. But man, it was so cliche.
0: Yeah, it wasn't anything. I mean, that's kind of like I mean everything the shtick, in yeah.
1: in this game is cliche. But like the end of this one, where that other guy talked about how he had basically the exact same experience a couple years ago, I was like, okay. Yeah. And like, I'm not I'm not saying this to be mean, but the you talked it up like it was like super cool. And I was like, oh, it, I mean, it was really cool. This is what I'll but say. But it wasn't
0: crazy the way
1: I thought it was gonna be. When
0: you when you beat all the chapter fours, I don't know if you're gonna do the post game thing that I did. I don't think you're gonna do that, right? I don't know yet. Um, Well, if you decide against it... I'll probably
1: try it, and then when I see how impossible it is, I'll be like, bye. Well, if you
0: do the not impossible part, then that chapter becomes really cool. Okay. Okay? That chapter and the chapter after it become really cool storyline-wise. Because they're not super great, but when you... Generally speaking, I feel like when you look at Octopath's story, when you see everything together, you're like, oh, that's actually really cool. Mm -hmm. That's really awesome. Okay. We kind of have to get there. Cool. Cool. Um, Like I said, it's one of the misgivings I have about that game. It's like, it's good if you get everything... And some people won't, Right. and that's kind of a bummer.
1: Uh, well, we're playing, uh, I mean, we're recording on Wednesday the 26th of September, and yesterday uh, Ultimate Chicken Horse came out. Yeah, I saw Switch. you
0: playing it on the Switch last night. So
1: my other friend uh, came over yesterday because we were discussing some stuff, and afterwards we were like, you want to just play a couple rounds of, of Ultimate Chicken Horse because it came out? And whoa, do I suck at it? <laughs> but is it fun? <laughs> like, gets excited. I got washed. Each round we played, but I had so much fun. That's good, that's good. Because you know the way it is, right? So when you win... Actually, no, it's not when you win. So um, in between each round, every player gets to pick a piece and place a piece down. Yeah. And it randomizes which pieces you can choose from. It shows you four to six pieces, and you click which one you want, and then you put it down on the level. Yeah. It was letting both of us go twice. I think that was because it was like two of us. That makes sense. So four pieces were still going down in between each run, mm-hmm. and whoever makes it to the end gets some points. There's other things you can do to boost the amount of points you get. Like, if you're on a losing streak, as I was, if you actually get to the goal, you have an underdog bonus. Oh, that's cool. But I never got to the goal anyway, so I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> um, and then you can put coins down. Instead of putting a, like a, a level piece down, you can put a coin down. Okay. And so if you pick up the coin and then make it to the goal, you get a coin bonus. Okay. If someone dies to your trap, you get... A bonus for someone dying to your trap. Cool. And then if no one makes it to the end, no one gets any points. Or if every player who is playing makes it to the end, no one gets any points. That's too easy. No points. Nice.
0: Um, now, if, if no one makes it to the end, is there a way to like remove or move pieces yes. around? Yes. So
1: then um, when you choose what pieces you want, mm-hmm. at the beginning, there's um, bombs and nukes and dynamite. Oh, and you can blow up pieces. And each piece of them this... eliminates things. So instead of putting a piece down, you can eliminate a piece. Oh, that's cool. And
0: mm-hmm. is it
1: like in turn order? Or is it all live? It's all live. Oh, That's cool. So you have to like rush to which one you want before someone else grabs it. Sweet. Yeah. Um. It I'm was excited to play this game. So much fun. I, I can't wait to try it with four people because it was just so like frustrating but fun at the same time and everything about the game is charmingly goofy. Yeah. It looks like that kind of game. There's also um. There's 15 maps. Okay. And they're each different. So the two that we had unlocked was there was a farm, and which had it like you started on a barn and you went across and there was some kind of like. I don't know, farm tools, man. There was some big machine that had a spinning blade on it, almost. And okay. if you fell on that, you died. But you could also just fall on the grass and just be on the grass and have to work your way back up and then get to the other side. And then there was also uh, rooftops, which was just a building on one side of the screen, a building on the other side of the screen, and everything else, you just fall to your death. Okay. And there's, I think there's 15 or 16 maps. So
0: I'm excited to unlock the rest of them. That sounds cool. Um, you get points, like if we're playing with four people and one person dies... Is it the first person that gets to the end or everyone who gets to the end gets
1: points? Honestly, I don't know yet because I've only tried with Oh, two yeah, you've only people. done with two people. But um, I believe everyone will get some kind of point, but I don't know if they're diminishing returns. That makes sense.
0: But yeah, so um, I think that's. Uh, so last week I had mentioned that I was playing through Mario Odyssey again, doing the 500 moons mm-hmm. as the challenge. And I beat that this week. Uh, it was fun playing through the game again. I gotta say, it seems like Mario 64 and Mario Sunshine, where, I mean, you couldn't beat it in an afternoon. But if you were, like, hanging out with your friends over the course of a weekend and you said, we're going to beat Mario Odyssey, it's very easy to get 500 moons and beat the game. Especially as someone who has 100 percented it before, I think, I think doing 500 moons, like, as, like, the way to say, oh, I've quote-unquote beat Mario Odyssey is a good way to look at it. Um, because I did the 999 moons, and playing through again, there were definitely moons where I was like, oh, I don't want to do this. This one's, like... Yeah, you know, not like it's hard, but it's like it's gonna take me a lot of time to do this one. And those ones were fun the first time going through. But if I'm just playing like casually to get 500 moons and play through the game, I'm like, I'm not gonna throw myself at this. Like, um, there. I don't know if you played this level, but there's the 2D, the 2D level in the Mushroom Kingdom. Yes. That one's real. That's really annoying and really difficult. The moving stage one.
1: I remember. I remember. Um,
0: that does the. It does the anti-gravity thing where you have to walk in a circle and if you stop walking you have to like push up on the side instead of going left And is
1: that in my... yeah it is a Mushroom Kingdom
0: yeah, yeah. I, I didn't do that one I got the first moon which is the, like the alternate moon in that level and I was like I'm good <laughs> that, that's enough yeah so I really uh, I'm happy I got through it though I did beat the game again mm-hmm. it was fun that's good uh, I
1: yeah the thing about Mario Odyssey is I, I don't know if I've said this before the podcast but I said it before and I think that you should not look at Mario Odyssey as you have to get 999 moons to feel some kind of sense of completion oh yeah no, you said this last week yeah mario odyssey is more of a game where like listen if you get 700 moons and mario odyssey stops being fun that's fine just chill maybe you'll go back to it someday maybe you won't but you know you, you did a good job i got 500 moons and i was like i do eventually want to go back like i wasn't done but then other games came out i never got to go back to it but yeah and i feel like it's the same way with like
0: breath of the wild for me like you you 100 percent Got all the shrines in Breath of the Wild.
1: I mean, I 100%ed it as in not getting all the Korok seeds. Yes, not the Korok seeds, but you got all the shrines. (laughs) I got all the shrines, and and I want to do that again in Master Mode someday.
0: Yeah, and, like, for me, I got about 84, I think, of the shrines, or 74 of the shrines. And I was there, and I was like, listen, I'm kind of done getting shrines. I'm going to go fight Ganon. Right. And again, I could easily see my, myself going back to my file. I did when the DLC came out. I'd love to cruise around Hyrule in the Master Cycle Zero and find the rest of the shrines. Mm-hmm. But, like, that, I think it's a testament to both of these games. Because both of them are like, listen, I could come back to it over and over again until I get 100%. But then I could also just, like, start up my file and play through the game. Not as much in the uh, Zelda sense, but relatively quickly. If I just wanted to, like, play through the main dungeons or play through to get to, you know, 100 120 moons or 500 moons whatever I want to do right. relatively easily and enjoy the experience in a smaller size as opposed to dropping another 75 hours on breath of the wild mm-hmm. unless you know unless of course I want to <laughs>
1: Unless <laughs> you, you get the urge yeah
0: outside of that I uh, there were two two things I've been playing recently uh, I've I've uh, I set up my Nintendo Wii on Sunday. Oh, boy. And I played, you know, because I was bummed about it, I said, listen, got my girlfriend. I was like, let's play some WarioWare Smooth Moves, the best WarioWare game. I've never played a WarioWare oh game. Oh, my gosh. I need to bring... You know what? Next, next week, you're coming over to my house and you're playing this game with me. Okay. So WarioWare Smooth Moves, for most people who they don't know, is the WarioWare game on the Wii. And the, the joke behind it like the the gimmick is the form baton, which is the name for the Wiimote in the game. (laughs) And there are 15 different poses that you use for the micro games. And when you unlock multiplayer, it mixes all of them together. There's like a bunch of different multiplayer modes. You know, there's just like the simple, I guess you say, quote unquote mode, is it actually plays up to 16 people. What it does is it's just like, it's a bunch of angels flying and you get one chance to beat a a minigame. And if you make it, you win and you go to the next round and it goes to every person at a time. So that one's kind of like the easy one. That's like the party mode one. But then there's one for five people, which is, it's like a running race. And you do five rounds of micro games and each round it gets harder. Like, it's, like, a hard... This is, like, there's, like, three to four versions of each micro game. That make it, like, slightly more difficult each time. So, you get points, and at the end of the game, everyone's, like, tied to a rope. It's, like, one of those things where, like, you can see the ropes, and they go into a big, long pipe, and you're not sure who they're actually attached to. But the more points you get, the more ropes you have. And, uh, it's one of those things. So, it's, like, even if you won all the micro games and got all the points, you might not win because it's the last person standing on the rope. Uh... So, it's like a bunch of, like, silly multiplayer games that can finish in, like, five minutes. But then, Mm -hmm. playing through the story mode itself doesn't take that long. I mean, you could probably beat, like, quote-unquote, beat the game in two to three hours. So, playing through it again, even though it's been, God, the game came out, like, 2007. (laughs) Um, it's just been so much fun. That's pretty cool. I'm trying to get Tim to play with us. He refuses. Of course he does. He's yeah. not gonna play a game like that. He, but watching him watch the wear games is really funny because my girlfriend and I both played this game a lot growing up, like a lot. My my sister grew up playing this game. My sister's now only thirteen, so I've been playing this game for a long time. But to, like, see, like, the mini games for the first time, you're like, what is going on? <laughs> you know, like, like the one you hold it, like, an um, you hold, it's called the Umbrella, you hold it, like, straight up, the Wiimote, and you have to drink a glass of water, but you can't just throw it back, because if you throw it just back, you'll get your face all wet and you'll lose. <laughs> but, like, he drinks all the water, and then he, like, there's, like, a, oh, moment, and the guy, like, grows a giant afro, or, like, grows giant nose hairs, and watching Tim respond to that, not knowing, and we're just like, yeah, that's what happened. Incredible. Yeah. It's, to me, it's the quintessential WarioWare game. And I would, I would honestly, if they, they just said, hey, same exact game, but it's a Joy-Con instead of a Wiimote, I'd buy it. 100%. 100% buy it. Mm. But I've been playing a lot of that. And the last thing I've been playing, which I want to talk about just for a little bit, because I want to talk more about when I beat it, is that I finally, like, sunk my teeth in Torna, oh. the golden country. I'm about seven hours in right now. The Quick and Dirty, which I'm going to say now, is so far I'm really liking it. It's not, it's not as deep- in good ways, where, like, this is only, like, a 20 to 30-hour experience tops, and it knows that.
1: Someone, uh, actually, a couple of people beat it in, like, 12 hours. Oh,
0: I'm sure you could. If you were, like, trying to rush through the game, I, I, obviously beat it in, like, that mm-hmm. short amount of time. I would say maximum, I'd say it's probably 25 hours, maximum. Okay. And it knows that, so it's not super difficult, but it is a streamlined version of the Xenoblade 2 combat system. Like the easiest example is, um, you, did you get to the point with chain attacks where you have to like train the specials together? So Definitely, yeah. In Xenoblade Two, you have to like if you use a fire type level one special, you get like a, a tree and you can use another fire Can't type. You do anything? Or a, now? You yeah, you it's anything. it's just any three. But it's good because it's like that makes it a lot easier to chain combos to get to level three combos, and they do a lot of damage and they're really powerful. But the game rewards you if you know Xenoblade Twos. So like if I use a fire type attack. If I have, you know, Mithra and she has a lightning na- a light type attack, and that's not a combo. It'll just say light two and then the next one'll be whatever element three and that'll be the attack. But it will if I use a fire type move in Xenoblade two, Fire Fire Light is a is an actual like chain combination. So if I have a different character who has a fire combo, uh, come into the active, it will say the actual name of the attack, not fire two. Mm-hmm. So those versions, those like there's sixteen of them. The sixteen trails that work in Xenoblade 2 do have special names in this one and do a lot of extra damage. Do you have to have it memorized though, or there's is there some kind of on-screen indicator? There's an on-screen indicator. So you know how when you have a special at the bottom it will say like, you know, press A to use yep. this attack. It will say element one, two, or three, or it will give the special gotcha, name. Gotcha. So it's it's good for people who don't know them. It's very easy to figure out, oh, that's the full name one, I should use that.
1: That's cool. Um, yeah, I heard that um, once you download this stuff, you can actually use that the way it is there in the full Xenoblade 2 game.
0: What, like the special combinations? Yeah,
1: like that that new gameplay mechanic. Or not new, but updated, oh. I guess you should say. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I I mean, I'm not sure if that's true. I think I heard that somewhere. So I know people were on wanting to have it there. But, but... I don't know, like, because I'm eventually going to play through the game for essentially the first time, and I don't know if I want that. Like, I think I'd rather just... the. Uh, the yeah. Xenoblade 2 experience. Yeah,
0: Xenoblade 2 I think is good the way it is because in Xenoblade 2 you have so many more options. You know, you have over you know, you mean you technically have millions of blades to choose from, but like even just the rare blades, you have like forty or fifty options to pick from, and it like requires you to team build, which mm-hmm. I like. You know, it's like, oh, well, I can't just use the blades I like the most. I mean you can, but if you want to like, you know, min max your game, you'll pick you know, blades and put them on certain people because you're like, well, this guy's a lightning type blade, but I want him on this character because I usually initiate the level one combo with the level three combo and I want to put it in the right order. Right. So, it's really cool to see this one because obviously you only get two blades per character and while you can change the element of your, your player character, you can't change the element of the blades. So, it kind of locks you in a little bit, but this kind of fixes that it's like hey you're not cut off from using this entire mechanic because of the way the elements are you know assigned (laughs) on your characters but it does reward you gotcha but like there's a lot of things like that where it's not as difficult this time around but it's not bad i guess and and i'll report back next week but so far i'm really enjoying it and coming back to this on a blade universe has just been a lot of fun Okay. Like, even though I also say this for storyline purposes, even though I know how this all ends, I'm still really interested in seeing how we get
1: there. That's cool.
0: Yeah, so, that makes
1: sense. It's good. It's like Star Wars prequels, cool, but not bad. Yeah. So, uh, indies, indie time. Yeah. Or I singular think so. indie time. Yep. Singular indie time. What all right. Got? So, uh, bloodstained. Everyone knows bloodstained. Maybe not. It's um the spiritual successor. To uh, what the Castlevania? That's the name of it. I'm sorry, it's late. We're tired. It's I. The way a lot of people describe it is, it's the Mighty Number Nine to Castlevania, which I think is a non. Hopefully, not bad.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's like, is it ukulele to banjo, or is it Mighty Number Nine to Mega Man? I'm like, neither neither of those are. Neither of those are.
1: Yeah, you don't get a good of there. So hopefully this one's better. However, um, Koji Igrashi, who's like the director of the game said, quality is still very important, but yes, 2019 is the year we need to release Bloodstained. Which kind of worries me, but also not, because like, here's here's two sides of this argument to me. One, this game has been in development long enough that hopefully they've got it pretty good and it's not crazy buggy, but also the fact that he had to come out and say something like this makes me go, yeah, they must be sacrificing some kind of quality, otherwise he wouldn't have made a statement like this.
0: Yeah, I feel like this is a two-pronged argument because part of me is like, well, I mean, yeah, they've had enough time to work on it. It's probably going to be fine. But then there's another part of me that's like, oh, no. This yeah, could right. be bad. But I think also it we're in a weird spot because we had we had Shovel Knight showing that Kickstarters can be really good. I mean, we've had but very good
1: Kickstarters before Shovel Knight.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, Shovel Knight came along, and Shovel Knight's like, when you think Kickstarter video games, people think Shovel Knight. I mean, think of good games, right? Like, that's a solid game and it keeps giving and it had all this development time and it came out really good. And they're like, Oh, bad games, my number nine. And some people are like, People are, you know, still debating about ukulele and how good it is or how just how it maybe is too faithful to Banjo Kazooie. But I feel like Bloodstained was like the other big name. or like, I'm worried about ukulele and Bloodstain. Yeah, that was one of
1: those games that was announced relatively around the same time and just hasn't come out yet.
0: Yeah. And um, with the, the NES like game they made, like the, the mini Bloodstained game that they made a few, what is it, a few months ago now?
1: Yeah, I heard that game was really good.
0: Yeah, so I'm not as worried. I think it's just one of those things where they don't want it to be this game that's in development hell for 12 billion years, <coughs> Kingdom Hearts. Um, oh, that's different. But like, you know, it's like one of those games, oh, that game's never actually coming out. But then they also are like, well,
1: we don't want it to become a Mighty Number no. Nine situation, right? So, I, I, it feels like this game has been in development forever. When was it announced? Like twenty sixteen. I was still in, I was still an undergrad in college when this game got yeah, announced. Yeah, I, I, I don't remember what when, but I remember it was a long time. I remember ago. hearing
0: about. I mean, I remember when Ukulele got kick started. I think I was a sophomore in college, mm-hmm. uh, so it had to have been somewhere around then because they were always usually talked about in the same breath those yeah. two games. So. I think it's probably yeah, one of those things where they're just like, we need to launch this game because yeah, you could
1: spend as long as you want making a game. And it's like, it's like you could spend as long as you want making a game, but development time does not always say quality, you know? Like, a game could be in development for 10 years and be just as bad as a game that was in development for a week, yeah. you know? Like, it's not, if, if you don't have a direction as a company, you don't have a direction as a company, and it's, it's not going to go anywhere. So I... <laughs> what? Are you thinking of
0: someone in particular,
1: Matt? Uh, no, I was not trying to reference them at all. But yeah, Telltale is guilty of this. Yep. Rest in peace, Telltale. But oh, that totally got me off track. What I was going to say was that I want to hope and by the evidence that we have seen via that... Was it 3DS Switch game? Yeah. The, that other one? I don't remember. The, the NES game. On. But, like one that was styled like original It was styled like... Yeah. Um, that was very enjoyable to a lot of people. So hopefully they... I mean... Hopefully they take that and that is an equivalent of what the full game will be like. And, I mean, like, when you think about it, they may keep those same physics and everything and just they had a different graphics thing. So the game may be, like, may, may run just the same. But look different. And it's one of those things
0: where, like, that game came out only a few months ago, and this game is coming out in 2019. But, like, think about even Octopath, for example. When we had the Octopath Traveler demo, if you look at that demo as opposed to the final game, quality-wise, the game looks very similar. But looking at the things that they switched and were easy enough to fix, like, you know, changing changing the speed of characters. Like, people walk too slow. We need to, like, walk faster. Mm-hmm. And we need to make a run button and things like that. Those are easy fixes. And I think Bloodstain's kind of putting this out Almost as, like, their demo of sorts. And to me, it shows, listen, they can at least make an NES Castlevania game. That shows, to me, I mean, they understand their source material. And
1: then, you know, if it's bad, if it is bad, worst-case scenario, and they want to salvage something, maybe they can just put an overlay on it to make it look like that NES thing and get rid of all the graphics things that are screwed. Do <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I get that. Like, I mean, you know... um what was it the Dragon's Trap, Dragon Boy, Monster Boy? That game that came out that was like when the in hell Switch forever? launched. No, it wasn't because it was a remake of an old game. Okay. And um, with literally a press of the button on the controller, you could um, change it from the way it originally looked when it originally launched to this new, really cute, illustrated art that it had. Oh, that's cool. And you could just switch it back, and it was the same physics. It was the same everything, just different graphics. I like that. That's what uh, Sonic Mania did that too, where you could have it like the old
0: CRT TV with like the bars and mm-hmm. shit. Um, but yeah, I, I like games that can do that. You can like mess with the graphic interface. I think it's something so simple. I mean, exactly. even um, like Cave Story has that with the music. Mm-hmm. There's like the remastered version, and then there's the version that Pixel made originally on his own. So it's I, I'm I I get why people are concerned about Bloodstain just because of unfortunately the nature of Kickstarter for video games in the time that it has been on Kickstarter, has <laughs> been huge. Exactly the 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 landscape's changed a lot. So I understand why people are worried, and any hearing any news that we' re-released in the game, I think would be something that would be worrying people. But I'm, I wouldn't be too worried about this. I'm, I'm confident.
1: Well, we are going to find out.
0: Yeah. Well, I that mean, is that
1: is my opinion. We will find out next year.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, it's going gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna to happen, whether we want to or not. Um, but that's actually the only indie bit we have, right, Matt? That is the
1: only indie thing. I mean, okay. don't have
0: anything else. Do you have no. some random thing you want to bring up? Nope. So let's talk about some quick news and updates. Uh, the first one is all about uh, our favorite, our favorite mobile game that gets us walking outside, Pokemon Go. So last no, weekend was boy, the Chikorita event. Um, Matt, how many shiny Chikorita did you catch? I got one. Oh, you did end up getting one. I did get one. Okay, good. Because our friend, one of our friends, showed up right when Matt left, and he only walked around for about forty-five minutes. Did he show you the four Chikorita he caught that are shiny? He are caught. Are you talking about Luke? Yeah. What? He caught four. He caught them like back
1: to back to back to we back. We walked
0: around for like an hour and a half and I got one at the very end. Nice. I think I got three over the course of the time we were out. Oh. It was wild. It was amazing. It was actually a little
1: disgusting. It, it was a little disgusting. Um, But we
0: got. I love Shiny Chikorita too. And I was like, ah, yeah. yeah, although Shiny Meganium is really lame. Shiny
1: Meganium, like, yeah, I wish it. I like the pop the Chinese chicorita has I wish it maintained it's that. like
0: off summer where Chikorita is like fall Chikorita. right so it was it was fun though we had a good time it was like the first community day that we all went out together again right yeah because like, uh, I mean, time-
1: we couldn't do it all at once but we didn't go out- yeah, all together.
0: And I, I was there for a majority of the time, right. which was
1: fun. Hopefully, we'll be able to do that for um, Beldum. Yeah, so who's that what I'm Beldum? will be Beldum got October announced Day. and I'm very excited about that. Meteor Actually, Mash, yeah, it's like Monster Mash. Maybe that's why they did it. Meteor Mash. So then, then, then in game they can get the rights to Monster Mash. That's not and gonna, play nope. it but then rewrite nope. the song so it's nope. Meteor Mash. <laughs> nope. I'm happy that they're doing this with Beldum.
0: Uh, I took my Beldum off my team as my candy guy because I saw this. I was like, okay, you're done. <laughs> I'm excited. I think Beldum will be fun. And that'll be a cute Pokemon to catch a bunch of. Mm-hmm. Have some
1: Metagross. Yeah, that'll be great. I want that shiny, that silver and gold. Yeah, he's pretty. Maybe that's why they did it. So when December rolls around, everyone can sing silver and gold from Rudolph. What is up with you in I singing? I don't know, it just happens. Singing seasonal songs for
0: Pokemon Go. <laughs> um, but let's 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 cut to the chase. The big thing we want to talk about is Meltan.
1: Oh boy oh. So... Yeah, that was a ride. Yeah, so
0: like let's talk about this. Mewtwo goes live, right? And after Mewtwo goes live, someone data mines Pokemon Go, and they find the silhouette of some weird Pokemon no one's seen before. And they're like, this is the Pokemon that we we're talking about at the end of Let's Go. Cool. And then we saw its animations. And then we saw it at the end of Chikorita Day. They were spawning randomly, like like right when Chikorita Day ended in Japan. They appeared everywhere for, like, 30 minutes, and then they were gone. And that happened in every community day. And if you caught one, it turned into a ditto, which I actually did catch one. I have a ditto. I was was
1: on the toilet at work today. Yeah. And one spawned in the stall, and as soon as I (laughs) tapped it, I was going to take an AR picture with me on the stall. But then it it disappeared, and I was like, oh.
0: Aw, I'm sorry. But, yeah, so they've been popping up. And then on Monday in the morning, I texted you about this. Pokemon, Pokemon Go and the Pokemon uh, Nintendo, just like the full Pokemon uh, Twitter accounts. We're tweeting back and forth each other like, should we tell them what's going on? Yeah, I think it's about Tom. And I'm like sitting there, I'm like getting my coffee. <laughs> I'm like, Matt, Matt, <laughs> they're talking about the thing. Um, So then we got this little video explaining that Professor Oak knows about this ancient Pokemon called Meltan. Uh, so it's a steel type Pokemon and it's a mythical Pokemon, which means it's like, you know, a Celebi or a... a Mew, a Victini. Yeah. It's not... something
1: that's available for a limited time or available in only a certain special way.
0: Yeah, and it's not like Zorua, who was, like, pseudo-mythic. Yeah. Um, It it looks like this is, like, the next... I, I think this is going to be the next Pixie Pokemon, the base 100 stats all across the board, and it's, like, a utility Pokemon. That's Mew, Celebi, Jirachi, Shaman... Victini. Victini. No, I think Victini's better. Victini's
1: 100 across the board. Oh,
0: he is? Okay, so Victini... Really and good. I don't think Gen 6 had one. But that's uh, not important. Yeah.
1: yeah, it doesn't matter. Um, I'm excited. I like Meltan. I like the design. I like the design. Uh, it's going to evolve. There's no doubt in my mind So you gonna think evolve. it's
0: going to evolve? My thing is I think it's going to learn a different form of transform, where it's going to transform to the other Pokemon, but it's going to keep it steel-typing. That's it, my belief. I used to
1: think that it had a connection to Ditto. I don't think that anymore. Especially because that the lore that we have for it goes so into electricity, but it doesn't have the electricity typing. Yeah. I'm like, it's got to become a steel electric type eventually. Like, that's what I think is going to happen with it. And I, I also think the fact that it looks kind of like Ditto is just a coincidence now. Really? Be- just because of the, the Pokedex description we got. We did get one. Yes, we did. If you go look on Pokemon's website, you do have one. And it talks about how its body is like liquid metal and um, it generates electricity. And it can shoot energy or electricity out of its eyeball, which is in the middle of that that hex nut. Yeah. And its tail. Did you see its tail? It's kind of yeah, like it's a like, it's like off a little wire. Yeah, it's a little wire. Yeah, it, it looks like a like a red Pikachu tail. That's a wire.
0: Yeah. Um. I'm, so I'm very interested in what this Pokemon is because there's a lot of potential here. Yeah. I also it is eight inches tall. Yeah, it is tiny. It's so that's another reason why I'm like it's got to get bigger. Yeah, that's why I think for me that's like oh it's gonna transform because I talked about how. It it will corrode metal and turn it into itself. It's liquid metal. Mm-hmm. Um, plus, I mean the the uh, everyone noticed obviously that its a, its shape is very similar to Ditto. Right. But... So
1: I wonder if it'll get a buff against Steel
0: types. Ooh, I wonder. So like that could be some kind of ability. Yeah. The also the thing is that Ditto's are are in the wild hold metal powder, mm-hmm. which allows them to go first if they're using Transform. Oh, interesting. So it's it's very weird because like, also like if you. The lore of Ditto is that they're failed Mew clones, mm-hmm. right? So it's what what Meltan is is exciting. And yeah, now we're in the age of, you know, of but that Poipole. So
1: Meltan can't be that because Meltan's like hundreds of years old.
0: Yeah. That's why I'm like, I don't know if that would be it. But then at the same time, with you were saying with the evolutions or maybe different forms, you know, we look at Deoxys. Deoxys is a mythical Pokemon that has three extra forms and then we're looking at things like nowadays we have poipole and silvally who are legendary pokemon that do evolve. You know. Mm-hmm. and and uh, um, obviously nebby. Nebby evolves. Right, of course. So, I'm really excited I'm actually kind of happy this is a mythic, like a mythical pokemon. And what they do you d- mean? like I think it not being like just a pokemon from the new generation like like Sylveon was.
1: Oh, okay. I, I think I this gets
0: saying. me more excited.
1: I didn't like I would have been perfectly fine either way. That, I don't know which yeah. one would have made me more excited because, like, I do like the small, like, random tees. Like, when we got fan um, before Gen 2 officially. Yeah. Well, we got actually a couple Pokemon before Gen 2 officially. Yeah, but that was just the first one that came out. Yeah. Right. I just, like, and I wasn't on the Pokemon train when that came out, obviously. But just, like, reading about it and, like, seeing the way it was, I was like, I like little things like that. Yeah. Like, here's a little leak. Here's a little tease. But, uh, I mean, this is fine, too. I yeah. just wonder how big a deal uh, Meltan is going to be. Like, in Gen 8. We also got the Pokédex number. you see that? Yeah, it was like 80-something. Well, it's 891.
0: Yeah, and that's fine. I mean, that's like 80-something well, new Pokémon. we are
1: Zeraora, or whatever it's called, is 807. So we have 80-something new Pokémon at least for the next gen.
0: Yeah, and that's about what Gen 6 did.
1: Gen 6 and Gen 7. Yeah. Well, Gen 7 had the Alolan form, so they were
0: all kinds of funky. Yeah, but it was still around eight yeah. ninety. The fact is, is like, they don't need to be adding 150 new Pokémon every time. No. Like, not anymore i I kind of think it's ridiculous to add that many Pokemon in a generation, I think it depends. I think the issue is just like we have so many that I don't want I think we could still make eighty or ninety
1: interesting pokemon, right, but I mean I when it comes to Pokemon, I'm all about world building and look at look at our world, there are billions of different kinds of animals, you yes, know? and that's what that's what I care about i'm like I mean like and that's why I like a lowland Because, like think about how many different kinds of snakes there are in the world, you know yeah, like just different forms for pokemon like that. That could work. Let's get another Let's get a whatever form for other for Johto pokemon, whatever. I don't know. Yeah.
0: I do like the design of that like Galapagos th- theme of alolan lowland formed pokemon. Mm-hmm. Like I like that. And I think that's a that's an avenue they can explore a little bit more. I would I mean I would love to see even more a lowland
1: formed pokemon. I don't think we'll ever get no, we'll them. No, we won't get more Alolans, but I think we will get um, the next gen, gen eight regional variants, I wouldn't be surprised if they're a thing. Yeah, I believe bit. it. I mean that or more megas, but I <laughs> mean Pokemon will never stop adding new Pokemon. Yeah, there will never come a day where they're like, all right, that's it, That's There's it. We're problem. done making
0: new Pokemon. I, I just I'm excited to see new Pokemon. And uh, the fact is they did say with Meltan that you will be able to get it in let's go. So if it evolves, we're gonna see its evolution. No, here's
1: my question though, because I believe originally, way back when, um, it was said that you get, you will get the new mystery Gen eight Pokemon in Let's Go, and you'll be able to transfer it to Pokemon Go. Yes. right. That was the kind of they showed They're like you received a gift. It was a new Pokemon. Yeah, exactly. But now I keep seeing people say that you're gonna get it in Pokemon Go and transfer it to Let's Go. Yeah, the, I don't think
0: that's right. The wording that they've given is that. You can get it in Pokemon Let's Go, but using Pokemon Go will be integral in getting it there. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know if it's like, you know, you do something in Pokemon Go that lets you get it in Let's Go, and then you can transfer it back to Go or something like uh, that. yeah. But I think it's
1: going to be like, you could do something in Pokemon Go to get Meltan, well, and I then bet, it allows you I to get you it. I bet you what's going to happen is, because remember how in the video that with Um Oak and um, Willow? Yeah um willow is like well better get that field research on (laughs) yeah i bet they're gonna do some kind of big challenge like we had for the safari zones this year or this past summer where it'll be like uh do three million field research tasks or do this many tasks pertaining to meltan and i bet then professor willow will be like i've got all this information here you go professor oak and then it'll bring something to let's go
0: I could also see it being another, like, Celebi Mew kind of quest, but, like, being a little bit shorter. Mm-hmm. Like, kind I've, of being, yeah, I've heard that you know, too. Put, just, like, have it be, like, you know, catch X number of this, X number of that, or do enough field research tasks. Like, stuff you would do in Pokemon Go anyway, but, like, a reason for people to play Pokemon Go so they can get their Meltdowns. Right.
1: So I wonder, I wonder if this whole campaign further delays um, Gen 4 in Pokemon Go. Oh, jeez. I, like, I bet it does, right? Oh God! Because they they got now they got to advertise Meltan because it's yeah. advertising the main game. That's fair, and like you know, in in November
0: we're gonna get more Gen One Pokemon spawning.
1: Oh, for sure, for like, sure, there's no doubt about it. By the way, it. do you
0: have a Hitmonchan, an extra Hitmonchan? I'll have to check because I need a Hitmonchan. <laughs> Listen, outside of the the regional variants, I'm missing Hitmonchan slow bro and tentacruel and that's Still it. a missing
1: slow bro and I got tentacruel? a slow king
0: instead and there were there were no tentacruels. And the worst part is is the when we first started playing to- Pokémon Go in 2016, I went to dinner with my dad and uh, my girlfriend was with me and she caught a tentacruel there and I forgot my phone. Uh, so like the worst part is uh, I've seen them and I've been close to one. Depressing. But it's all right. I'll get there. I'll get there. I'll I'll get I just it. I just I'll need him it. on chat. <laughs> I'll check it out. Okay. Uh, anything else Pokemon Go-related we want to talk about? Now that we got all that out in Meltan. Next one up. Um, I don't know if you saw this. It was I on Saturday. Uh, we got an announcement for the uh, Ace Attorney trilogy coming to the Switch. I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> I've heard
1: about Ace Attorney being really good. I very but, good games. But I, I also am like, ah. Because, uh, like, again, there are games where I have had every opportunity to play in the past. And, I and have you have And I never cared to play them before. And there are two ways that a Switch port convinces me to get it this time where either A, they add a whole bunch of new stuff that make the experience better or add more content, or B, they make a multiplayer, and this is doing neither. So I'm like, these are the same games that I've skipped in the past. I don't really want them.
0: Yeah. There are people who are very excited about this, I am sure.
1: Two of my good friends love Ace Attorney, and they're both very excited for this. And I, I totally get it. And I know that the story is entertaining, and I know, like, they have a continuity. Like, I know uh, there's there's more than three of these games. Yeah, I think there's, like, six or seven. Yeah, because they, and they all follow a continuity, and with Phoenix Wright, like, he has, like, personal life drama and stuff. And yeah. It, it keeps going through the, the games. I'm, uh,
0: I don't think I'm going to pick this one up either. But I am happy because the fact is they announced this game as a trilogy, again, on PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. And that makes me happy when I see that all three games when you coming see out. It,
1: when you, yeah, when all consoles at the same time—that's a good thing.
0: Oh yeah. Uh, next one up is something I—I—I I, I think this is really funny. So we're getting wireless GameCube Switch controllers. It's still something I don't care about. Wow. It's just like to me, this is funny because, like, don't get me wrong—I understand that there are people who are like GameCube controllers are the best way to play, and ergonomically speaking, I do like the design of the GameCube controller. Like, you know. What's, which button's the A button? It is the big, round button. Like, every button has a different oh, shape. I,
1: I mean, but, like, you should also, after playing a console for two hours, you memorize which buttons would. I agree,
0: and I think it's really just the people who like Melee, like, playing with their controllers. The
1: GameCube controller is booty. It's I, bad.
0: It's a bad controller. I will not say it's a bad controller. I'd say it's the second best controller Nintendo's ever made, but, like, the Pro Controller is just... It's the Pro Controller. Why would I not use the Pro Controller? To me, like controller. there are people Almost who like as the GameCube. Almost they hate the
1: N64 controller.
0: The N64 controller is an abomination. Let's let's <laughs> let's call a spade a spade here. Yes. But I just think this is funny because it's like the people who need GameCube controllers are like the super super like competitive Smash players. But those people would probably be so worried about input lag on a wireless controller that they would probably just run a wired controller anyway. Mm-hmm. So I'm confused about this. Like I understand why they're doing it, but I also I'm like. How well is this going to sell? I don't know. It's like a weird spot for the, for the design of like a product, you know? It's like, will this appeal to casual people who just want a GameCube controller? Or will this appeal to, you know, try-hard Nintendo Smash fans who want this GameCube controller? I'm not sure. But I'm interested. Especially with the fact that we are getting a Smash Pro controller. I I
1: promise you that casual fans who grew up with the Xbox, not the Xbox, the GameCube and loved the GameCube and was like, oh, I gotta use the GameCube controller, GameCube controller. Ooh, the GameCube controller's coming out. I need the GameCube controller. GameCube, GameCube, GameCube!
0: I, I guess hear it I
1: hear it a lot, and I'm sure they will get it. I'm
0: sure it will make money, and this isn't a Nintendo product; it's like a third party product.
1: Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah,
0: but like, honestly, like, listen, I grew up and I loved the GameCube, but even I'm like, mm, whatever.
1: And I, I mean, I th- like, there is a market for this outside of competitive Smash.
0: There is, but I don't know what market they're shooting for, and I hope they know that's the market they should be shooting for.
1: Well, also, if it's if it's a not Nintendo, then they probably don't care as much as selling a cri- about. Selling a crazy amount of them. That's fair too. But that's that. I just wanted to bring that up.
0: <laughs> this next one is not surprising in any way, shape, or form. It's not, but then I had to think about it. And I saw this. So I was like, what?
1: Oh, wait, yeah. Um, there is no, no handheld mode for Mario Party uh, because how are you going to do
0: it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like, I comes. saw it. I was like, no handheld mode for Mario Party. And then I was thought about it for a second. I was like, oh, yeah, if There's no handheld mode for you're, Mario so Party. Because you're
1: all going to have to stand up. You're all going to have to do things with the Joy Cons when there's a the motion minigame. Or you're all going to have to cram around the screen. And, like, I, uh, I personally am on team. You can totally play multiplayer in tabletop mode. I know a lot of people aren't. But oh, I've you d- can do it. I've done it before, and it's fine. You like, can do it, it, it. doesn't bother me at all. But um, I get that. And if four people, and you're you're doing hectic things, and the screen's going to get a little hectic. So I get it. It's just, like, one of those things where, like, me caring about this is
0: expressly is expressly connected to whether or not this single player mode that they have of anything is if the single player mode they have is any good or is like captivating enough that I actually want to play it alone. Cause like, I feel like about playing the single player mode in Mario party, I'll probably be playing it like single player with quotes around it to just be like, yeah, okay, I'm doing this, but like you're sitting there and we'll like trade off or something like that. But if it's like something that's like really like deep, which I really doubt, Mm-hmm. I'd be interested and be like, oh, I'll be bummed I can't take this on the train. But just yeah. something I wanted
1: to bring up. Uh, and then. But I, like, first of all, I don't think it's going to have that. I don't think so either. I don't think it's going to have that. And because that was my theory. I'm like, well, first of all, it wouldn't work. Second of all, when would I play this game not in TV mode? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Mario Party. But it is a big deal that Nintendo is making a game like this. Yeah. Because I think it is the first Nintendo Nintendo game. That is TV only. Yeah, it will be. Well, I think you. Well, it's
0: first non-handheld, because you can play in tabletop.
1: Yes, you can play in tabletop. But yeah,
0: it'll be interesting. I mean, it's going to sell well. It's Mario Party. Come on. Uh, okay,
1: so I wonder when the Skyward Sword remaster comes out. I'm going to move on.
0: <laughs> uh, two quick things about Nintendo Online that we got. Uh, We got a bump for cloud saves, so now
1: cloud saves will last six months. Nintendo, at this point, is just like, what'll make you happy? Whatever.
0: Yeah, they're just like, please stop yelling. Like, just fine, six months, whatever. You're all gonna pay for it anyway. Nintendo clearly knows that they did a bad... Yeah, I guess. Again, I don't really care.
1: But it's not just cloud saves, it's the whole system that's just not good. I mean, yeah, but... It's Nintendo. I don't <laughs> Is anyone
0: surprised? That doesn't
1: no, I'm not surprised,
0: just disappointed. Yeah, I get that. And you could, you're allowed to be disappointed. I'm just I I don't know. I'm not surprised about this news either. Um they also did give us the one another good thing, we're getting
1: about three new NES games per month. Yeah, I don't it's like that I I've seen people say this isn't good, this is too few, but I think it's fine. It's three new games... like first of all, they're not like I gotta get a switch so I can play these NES games. Like no no one is saying that. Yeah. Um, I think it's fine the way it is, you know? Like, yeah. And three more is good. Do they eliminate old games? I don't think do so. Or do they just add on? I think they just add on. And that's even, I mean, that's even better. I mean, like, how long are you playing the 20 that you have now? You yeah, know? and honestly, like, if you look at the 20,
0: like, yeah, there's a couple that you want to play a couple times. Like, like wouldn't. so we're doing a family plan, me, Matt, and a couple of our friends. And I really want to get it so I can play Super Mario Bros. 3. I haven't played Super Mario Bros. 3 since I played it on the Game Boy Advance, when I was, like, 8 or 9. And I'd mm-hmm. like to play through it again. It'll be fun. But, like, there's no other game on there that I'm like, I need to play right now. Like, I'll download Mario Brothers 1 because I like Mario Brothers 1. I'm not playing ice hockey or ice climber, for that matter, with anybody. <laughs> and it's like, this this next month, I think we're getting Wario's Woods and we're getting Metroid. And there are people who want to play those games. And cool, you play an NES game and, you know, if you don't like it, you didn't really pay for it. So whatever.
1: You know, I, I think this is fine. Yeah, I like I don't see it. And if, if we're getting games like that, like, Metroid would take you a while anyway. Yeah. But also, you have a Switch, so you should have enough of a backlog as is. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, come on. So, uh, that doesn't mind. I don't mind that at all. And we know that SNES games are somewhere in the pipes.
0: Yeah, because we know those controllers are. Yeah, exactly. Around. So, we
1: know, yeah, the SNES controllers are coming, so the games must be coming. Yep. Uh, I just, like, I don't know. This this online service is still lacking. yeah. Uh, and Nintendo doesn't have to care from a business perspective, but from a consumer perspective, I, like, I, I get it, you know? Like, it's not, it's, not a, it's not a good mark in Nintendo's book. No, it's not. But I also know that people will buy it anyway. I mean, yeah, <laughs> for sure. But there comes a time where there's too many, as we saw with the Wii U, there comes a time when the bad marks add up too much, and it's like, all right, that's it. And that's fair. But if, if the only bad thing Nintendo's doing right
0: now is messing up their online... Like that's not good, but it could be so much worse. Right? Yeah.
1: I I mean, I agree with you. I do think it could be so much worse. But also, I and I've thought this forever, or since the Wii U, I should say, that Nintendo walks this fine line with, um, the internet essentially. Yeah. Where it's like Nintendo something good. And Nintendo fans are like, yeah, see? We told you they were the master race. And everybody else is like, all right, they did, they did it. And then they do something bad. And Nintendo fans are like, oh, well, it's fine. It's still fun. You're going to get it anyway. And then everyone else is like, wow, this is awful. And that group, the group that isn't Nintendo fans, is a lot bigger than the group that is Nintendo fans. Fair. So th- that internet, and I mean, like, that is one of the many things that was the Wii U's downfall. Agreed. And you just, like, you have to be careful with that. Because, I mean, the Switch is still growing. You know, there are months go by where the PlayStation 4 still outsells the Switch. Yeah. So you do need to be careful of that still. And I mean, Nintendo's stock when the Switch was first coming out was, was just up and up and up, but it's become more volatile now. Yeah. So you just have to be aware of that.
0: Yeah, and I know the good thing is in the grand scheme of things, like like to me, if Sony had this issue, this would be a really big problem. In Nintendo's case... In all honesty, outside of Splatoon, every game that they really, you know, that they advertise, they're big sellers, are single-player experiences or games that you really, are you used to playing around with friends. Right. Or, and,
1: but Smash is going to hit it with Splatoon.
0: Yeah, but at the same time, I think Smash hits that same market. Like, yes, you could play Mario Kart 8 online, and there is a huge market for that. But most people, I think most casual people,
1: sit down yeah, with their friends and th- play Mario Kart. I don't Kart. know. I think Smash is kind of different. Really? Especially just because of the online fighting game following that has come up in the past decade or so. I mean, I won't say it's... I mean, it's definitely more
0: important for Smash. There's no doubt about that. Mm -hmm. But, like... I mean, the joke is always with, like, Sakurai, right? Like, he adds all these crazy stages and all these funky items and assist trophies, and he hates the fact that, like, all these competitive players are like, no items, final destination. So, I'm not saying that... Te- that online won't have an effect with Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. But I'm just like, if you look at, like, Sony's library or or, or Microsoft's library with the amount of games that are basically just online-only only games, it would be a much bigger problem. Mm-hmm. And I don't think this is good. I don't think this is a fine thing that Nintendo's doing, but, like, grand scheme of things, like, listen, the online's been out for two weeks now, and you and I haven't gotten it, and it's not like I've been like, oh, I want to play this game, but I can't right now. Yeah. I mean, that's not happening yet. Yeah. Eventually, I'll be like, oh, I want to play Splatoon. And I'll be like, oh, I need the online. Well, I imagine we'll get it sooner than later. Yeah. But it's like it's not one of those things where it's like, oh, every game I own is unplayable
1: now because I don't have online. Right. So, yeah. I mean, there's there's some more opinions on the online. Yep. It's getting better, though. You could say that. I mean, those two things are better. They're not those a lot, two things but they're better. Are, I mean, I think the... The new games was always in the pipes, so I, I don't think you could say it was better, because I think that was always going to be the plan. Okay. But um, I think the the six months is better. Because better. didn't they... Last week, we talked about how they said it was one week. Yeah. Because right? <laughs> first it was none. They were just gone. Then they're like, okay, you get a week. Okay, you get six months. Fine, you get six months. Whatever. Next they're going to be like, you always get it forever. Like, and it's not, like, it's not affecting Nintendo in any way. It's just like... because. I mean, when you when you lose the subscription, you will probably lose access to those saves. So if you want to access them anyway, you're going to have to buy it again. Yeah. So it's not... And I mean, in, or PlayStation do, just doesn't delete them and Xbox just doesn't delete them because it's like, yeah, you want access to these, you got to pay for the thing again. They'll, they'll be here waiting for you, though.
0: Yeah. I mean, if you're willing to pay for an online service like that, you're willing to pay for it again. Right, exactly. But that's that. Last bit of news I want to talk about is like the media blitz that is... Ubisoft trying to push Starlink right now. So I'm on the Starlink subreddit, of course. And um, out of nowhere, like 20 million videos popped up. And I haven't, some of them I've watched. There's like some story trailers with Wolf that I have not watched yet because I don't want to get spoiled. Um, but but Ubisoft's really pushing suddenly. And I get that. It's like coming to the time when they want to do that. Uh, but like, if you're interested in Starlink and you were like, I'm not sure if I'm going to buy this or not, take a look at these videos because there's like, a lot of gameplay and a lot of, you know, FAQ stuff with the director and all this stuff. The one thing they did bring up and was like the big question is, um, what, what upgrades can you get in game? Cause like, obviously it's a toys to life game. That's the unfortunate truth, right? right. You're going to have to buy weapons and buy ships if you want more weapons and ships. And as switch owners, we are very lucky because we do get two ships for free. And we get three weapons for free with the pack, which the other, you know, the other consoles only get one ship, one pilot, and two guns. Where we get the extra one. But they did talk about the um, the upgrade system. There's basically like modules on each weapon and each ship, and there are like upgrade packs you can get that are in game earned, like experience points, and they basically allow you to really customize your weapons. So like for example, they talked about this one weapon that makes things basically like hover in the air and like kind of like suspended and float around and they can't really do anything but it takes forever to recharge so if you get like the if you really want to use that weapon you can get modules that you attach to it to upgrade like in slots that will you know maybe increase its range or increase its uh, or decrease its cooldown or you know increase the range of effect so there will be like some kind of in-game progression that you feel playing through the game even if you decide listen like Matt is, I'm playing this as a Star Fox game, I'm going with the two guns and the and the one ship I have, and this is how I'm playing the game. I'm excited. I'm really excited about this I, game. I am
1: glad that they elaborated There, there is stuff that you can still do. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, further than that, though, they showed off quite a bit of content. Yeah. And it was like, what, well, like, they showed off the first three Star Fox missions. I, didn't, I, I don't want to watch it because I'm like, I don't know how many Star Fox missions there are, A., and B, I don't want to see, like, that much of the story. That's what I was thinking, too. I'm like, so I, I'd rather just go in fresh, but they're showing off so much stuff, and every every single interview or every reaction I've seen has been very positive. Yeah. Like, no one has said a bad thing about this game. Like, I've heard it's got a bit of a learning curve, and it's a little kind of difficult to control when you start, but as soon as you get it, you get it. Yeah, it's like I think it's one of those things. Where you're like you're playing a shooting game in a three
0: dimensional space. But I mean, it's, and it's that's got hard. helicopter control. Yeah, it's like you got to figure out how that works and get used to that, and that's not easy. But you know, you, you'll figure it out. I I really want to buy ships for this game. I'm not going to buy ships for this game until I play it and I'm enjoying <laughs> it. But like, I mean, listen, I was worried about this game just becoming like a lame cash grab game that was going to like be a flash in the pan. And I'm thinking less about that now. I'm not saying it still doesn't have that opportunity to become Oh, like,
1: it for sure will be, but it will also be more than that. Yeah. Like, it, like, there is for sure a cash grab, but it's a good cash grab. Yeah, it's like one of those
0: things where, like, it's like, like, I don't like the loot boxes in Overwatch, but I can't deny that Overwatch as a system is a very good game.
1: I think, you know what I think what happened is that they had it and, and... Ubisoft was like, hey, we're gonna make so much money off those kids, and then they started making the game. And they're like, oh, we made a good game. Wait a minute, how did that happen? Well, I think it's, it's Ubisoft France,
0: right? That made this game. Uh, Basically, like American yes? Ubisoft is the worst, but like international Ubisoft is the best. Ubisoft Milan made Mario and Rabbids.
1: Yes, you are. You are correct.
0: So it's like, listen, I'll, I'll trust. I think it was yeah, Ubisoft Paris.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I, I like I like foreign Ubisoft. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I mean, I mean, North American Ubisoft isn't the worst. They're not the worst, but, but they're not the best either. No, they're definitely not the best. So, yeah, uh, I'm, I am just so excited for yep. this game. The one thing I will say, still radio
0: silence on more information about digital weapon packs and stuff like that, which I'm yeah, surprised about.
1: Um, that, that either means it's not good, or they're not 100% uncertain yet. No, the, it's, it's been confirmed that they have them, but
0: pricing is still...
1: No, I mean, that that's what I mean. Yeah. I didn't mean to sound vague, but, like, they're just not 100% sure on the execution is what I mean. Mm-hmm. So they're, like, they're kind of nicks on the deals. Because, like, stuff like that, like, price or, like, how they can be used and stuff, like, you can basically edit that until the game goes gold. Yeah. And after that, because you can just put a day one update in there.
0: Yeah. So, like,
1: it, it makes sense what I haven't talked about. It.
0: And they've talked about, like, in terms of digital stuff, how it works. It's, like... Now, when you're playing live, you just build your ship and, like, you're using it. And it's like, oh, I need to switch my weapons. You just pop the weapon off, pop the weapon on, you're good. And online they said you have to, like, build the ship, like, through the system. And it's not, like, unintuitive, but it's not as simple as, you know, putting piece A on piece B.
1: Right. I also heard, though, is that you can put multiple wings on the ship and yes. it will register. So uh, one of the interviews I was uh, watching we're talking about how, like, they put, like, a bunch of wings on the right side of the ship and, like, one on the left side of the ship. Yes. And your ship will fly floppy. Yeah, I think I think you and I must have done the
0: same interview. Because I think what they did eventually is they just started, like, spinning, like, doing, like, a barrel roll. And, like, they were just moving really fast, but they had, like, very little control over their yes. body. And this is the kind of thing that I want the ships for because I just want to, like... You know, if I buy an extra ship, and you buy an extra ship, and one day we just hang out like, okay, let's just make some really stupid stuff. I wonder, I wonder if there'll be a PvP. I don't know. There is co-op, though. Local co-op, co-op is a big yes, deal. But
1: I, I think um, PvP, just having a spaceship battle would be really fun. Yeah,
0: like a multiplayer mode. I think that'd be good. I'm just, I'm very hopeful that this game is really fun, because I don't want to buy an extra ship if the game's bad, but like... It's one of those things where, like, the one thing that I think was always the appeal to Toys to Life is that, like, you know, if you, it's your favorite game, you don't need to buy the game's swag. You know, you can buy stuff for the game. It's like instead of buying DLC, you're buying the ships, and you can put them up on a shelf somewhere and be like, look at that cool ship from my favorite game, Starlink Battle for Atlas, you know. And from what it sounds like is they want, the, I mean, Ubisoft right now is in there. you have this games serve, live service, that's, like, their big thing now if this is like a live service game where they keep like really patching in new content and
1: new areas to explore, I think mean, I'd be okay with that. Yeah, I think so too. And now my question is DLC. So we're getting, we're getting the ships and stuff. Will there be story DLC? Will there be DLC missions? Will there be DLC challenges, stuff like that. And like, that's what I wonder. Cause like if it's almost like a double edged sword for me cuz like if there is and there's like more game after the game then I'm like all right maybe I'll buy a ship so I I have some fresh stuff for the new the new stuff. The new, no, I'm sorry. I won't buy a ship. I'll buy new weapons because I'm just going to use the RWI. Yeah, you're just gonna use the <laughs> It yeah, it's like
0: one of those things it's like if that's the case you get more DLC. If it's paid DLC it's like do I want to buy more shit right, or and do then I want to like, buy more
1: content? Oh but again, if it's if I if I enjoy the game, the base game that much then I probably will delve into it that like that. Yeah. And from what it sounds like, the
0: game seems like the kind of experience that you might want to play more than once or, like, you know, mar- not exactly like Mario and Zelda or just, like, one of those games where you can just kind of come back to it and fly your ship around and shoot up some but evil But also, guys. if
1: I understand correctly all the, the promotions and stuff they've been doing, is that the universe that you can play with in is big yeah it's supposed to be like massive and it's only like seven or eight planets i think seven or nine
0: one one of the two i think it's seven or nine planets well still but they're they're full planets yeah and the idea is that you know there are the 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 fallen the forgotten legion is the name of the bad guys and like it's they are live ai so it's like if you ignore planet x for like 30 hours you will go to planet x and it is a war zone yeah. Everything is destroyed, and the lost, the lo- the Forgotten Legion is in control. Now,
1: one one thing that I'm like concerned about, but it's not really something you need to be concerned about. Like the game will, the game will be fun either way. Just one will make it better to me, just because I like world building and stuff. Mm-hmm. Is that I haven't seen any civilizations. Yeah, that is one thing that I haven't seen either, and I.
0: There's part of me that thinks there won't be there's either not going to be any or there's
1: not going to be a lot. And I think right. that makes sense because well, it's supposed to I'm be... Well, because i was like, this game is called Starlink Battle for Atlas. So I'm like, if there's no civilizations and nobody lives here, why is it a big deal? Yeah. <laughs> and that's fair. I, I like to hope that we'll see at least even just, like,
0: if there's not civilizations on the planet, I'm like, are there, like, massive starships, like, full of people Although, but that you, doesn't protect?
1: You also have to think that we probably haven't seen a lot of the planets in the grand scheme of things. That's true. So, like, there, and, like... The poison planet. There's probably not any kind of civilization that you at least would be able to visit. Yeah. So like that, it's like okay, but I mean like even just like indigenous wildlife running around would be really effective to making the
0: world feel real and not empty. And that's yeah, it's like the worry of like you know the big empty sandbox.
1: I hate I hate big empty sandboxes.
0: So I'm I'm hopeful. I think the way this game is looking. I have to imagine there'll be something, but also you do play the entire game out in a ship. It's not like it's not like what we've seen with Damien X Machina*, where you can get out of your your ship and go do things. So
1: the I don't know. It's in a weird spot. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, very I weird know exactly spot. What you mean. I mean, and like all of these questions are going to be answered instantly when the game comes out. Oh know? yeah,
0: and it's I mean it's it's September twenty sixth when we're recording. There's not much time it's left. It's like half a month, right? It's yeah, like it comes out the seven, October 16th, 17th? 17th or 27th or something like that.
1: It's not the 27th. It's not that late. Yeah. It, it, the fact is, it's it's less than a month away. Right. So
0: we got to find out soon. And I'm really looking forward to the first review of this game. Because if they say, hey, this game's really big and really exciting, the day I go, because I, I pre-ordered it from Ubisoft's website, mm-hmm. I might, the day it comes out, go over to GameStop and pick up a ship if the game's like, this game's really big and a lot of fun. If not, that's Man, fine. You I'll... want you want those ships so bad. There's just this one ship that I think looks really cool. <laughs> you don't know anything about
1: the game. Like, no,
0: oh, they talk. Well, they talked about the character and like why the ship's uh-huh. the way it is. It's like she's like a smuggler and she she took this ship. with was like a transport ship, and she like modded the heck out of it. I, so it's like this like this crappy looking transport ship, but it's got like all these extra guns and extra stuff on it. It looks I really like, cool.
1: Regardless of how cool this stuff looks, I do not want to give. You Ubisoft that satisfaction of my extra $30. 25 I don't care. Hey, listen. That's, I think that's a big distinction. $30, okay, $30, $30 is an Amiibo 3-pack. <laughs> $25 is a 2-pack. I, I, I am like, I, you don't deserve this extra $25. But if the game's good, I'll support Again, it. Again, if the game is good and there's more stuff coming, I will think about it. Yeah. And in the meantime,
0: you can play with my ships. Yeah. And for listen, seven days. Until yeah. get them yet. But listen, outside of that ship, none of the other ships look cool enough. Like, mm-hmm. like the reason I want that See, ship is not See, you say that
1: now, but I can't wait for the day where you buy extra ships.
0: Yeah, well, it's just, you know, I look at the other ships, and, like, the one ship that I'm talking about, like, this weird junker modded out, like, space pirate ship. Worst case scenario, putting that next to my Metroid Amiibo doesn't seem like the worst idea. But... Fair. At the same time... Like, the other ones, I, I, they look a little a little too cutesy, I think. And I'm like, eh, okay. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to buy it. I've, I've been very good. I've been tempted multiple times that I haven't pre-ordered one. I said, no. No pre-ordering. <laughs> not yet. Okay, okay. I'll okay. be good. I'll be good. I'm Plus, good. I mean, I have to imagine Nintendo NYC will be doing something for this game.
1: Oh probably. Yeah. I mean like even Nintendo's been so big on the advertising of this game.
0: Yeah, it's really funny cuz like I mean like I said I'm on the Starlink subreddit and people are like this game is coming out for PS4 and Xbox, right? Yeah. And they're like and and the FAQ that they had they were like are there going to be any exclusive characters for the other systems? And they're like Please let us know who you'd want. We, just, we have some ideas. Like can you imagine, like can I have
1: Nathan Drake?
0: <laughs> Nathan Drake won't be in Starlink. <laughs> like people are talking about, like possibly,
1: like oh, can we get Master Chief? Yeah, in Master there? Chief would make sense. Ratchet and Clank would make perfect sense. Yeah, they'd actually fit in with the world really well. That would be too. really cool. I I would get the game a second time if Ratchet and Clank were there. You would definitely buy a ship with a Ratchet and Clank. Oh, ship. for sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> Jack and Daxter would kind of fit.
0: Yeah. There were options for both for both franchises, and I think it would be uh, it'd be interesting. But it also is really funny to think like, oh yeah, this is like a non Nintendo game that's not like Nintendo. Well, exclusive. It's, it's
1: just funny because when the game was originally announced, they didn't say anything about Switch. I don't even know if Switch was like thought of when the game was first announced.
0: Yeah, and then at E three this year, they went through the whole Starlink. Presentation and in the last ten minutes, they were like, "We have one more thing to show you." And I was like they show the ship, and then they, they, they you hear the sound from uh, the N sixty four game, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh my god!" That
1: was that was crazy. Yeah,
0: Ubisoft's good with their. Re- I'm wondering what Ubisoft's going to reveal next year with Nintendo. Because at this you, point, you think
1: they're going to keep doing it?
0: It's the second year in a row. Oh, I mean, listen, man.
1: yo, that could be a discussion. Let's let's save that idea for discussion. What other franchises we want Ubisoft to check out? Yes. Um, so, I mean, time will tell with, with Starlink. We yeah. We'll see what happens. We will see... And we'll see what Ubisoft's next, next crazy idea is. We'll see idea what Ubisoft's is. next crazy idea is. Um, the last thing I just want to I want to make an announcement of before Quick News is over, or I mean, I guess that was the main discussion, so post-discussion, yes. Quick News, is um, by the time you listen to this, Dragalia Lost will be out. Yes. I imagine next week we will have some kind of the discussion on Dragalia Lost. I, I imagine. Because I... I am ready to sink a, a good amount of time into GLS. So I'm actually pretty excited for it. Yeah, I'm going
0: to, I think just so everybody knows, Matt's going to be like our deep diver, and I'm going to kind of skim the surface and see really? what's going on. Like,
1: uh, why aren't you excited? It's, it's just,
0: it's, it's a mobile game, and unfortunately with my lifestyle, I don't have a lot of time to play exclusively a mobile game. Yes, if, you do. You still have trained for an hour and a half. But Matt, well, actually, Matt, first off, the first thing is, is Yes, I do have a lot of time, but you have to remember two things. One, my phone has to stay alive until I get to and from work. Mm -hmm. And also, Torna, the golden country. Boy. All right, well, you can't say you don't have
1: time. It's your fault.
0: Okay, that's fair. Um, Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying I'm not going to sink all my time into Dragalia Lost, but it's like. I know you're more excited about it than I am.
1: And that's I, I, fine. I don't even know why I'm excited. I'm just, like, really excited. It'll be good. It's yeah, like, but we'll have like, to discuss I've excited, it. i that excited for every mobile game that they've put out. Yeah. But for, for better or worse. Yep. Yeah, um, at I
0: this think- point, yeah. Also, by the time you hear this episode, Shinen Media, the guys who made Fast RMX, will have released what they've been working on since Fast RMX came out on the Switch. And I'm very excited about this. You all know what it is at this point because it's already out because it comes out... Tomorrow, the the information, Mike, Mike. It's not Star Fox Grand Prix, Matt. Please not, that's stop. Not
1: that's not what I'm gonna say. That's not what I'm gonna say.
0: What are you gonna say, Matt?
1: It's not F Zero because you know they would have saved that for a direct.
0: I know it's not F Zero. Okay. It's like it's my dream. Like, could you imagine?
1: I mean, yeah, it'd be cool,
0: but I like so. I just want to know if it's a racing game. I. I don't know. I'd believe it if you told me it was a racing game, but I'd also believe you if you told me it was one of their I other products. not a racing products. game because I want to see what else they could do. Well, I mean, they do have other products that, like games that they make, and a lot of them haven't gotten like new iterations in a in a really long time. But to me, there aren't enough racing games on Switch. I know obviously that Mario Kart Eight is fantastic. Well, yeah, and it Mario might be the you,
1: know, you got that one. There are other ones, but then you've got that um. Trailblazers coming out. You have got yeah. Nicktoons Racing coming out. Dirt is coming out. Apparently, Dirt is coming out. Oh, there's another one too. I don't remember the name of it, but there's another one. I just like you know
0: there, there aren't a lot of these like high speed wave racy style racing games just on the market anymore. And I'm always excited for another one. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, do I believe that there's an F zero game coming out from Shenan Media? No. Do I think they could be working on one right now? Yeah.
1: It's, it's definitely possible
0: but i'm sure
1: p- someday they will make another one probably for switch
0: yeah F 0 one day
1: well anyway type of fun facts oh yeah um so Matt what's your fun fact? yes my, my yes my fun, you, facts? fun facts
0: you you have you have like just dropped the ball on fun facts like four weeks in a row i, I I've been know i just you.
1: I, I don't i don't know my life isn't fun what do you want me to tell you um that's really upsetting <laughs> you spent a lot
0: of time with me these last four weeks
1: That's not what I mean. (laughs) Um, Oh, jeez. All right, I have one, but no, no, I can't say that. Can I say Baba is you again? No. No, no, I can't say that. Man. You used it two weeks in a row. What is fun?
0: What is joy? It's snowing on Mount (laughs) Fuji.
1: It's snowing on Mount
0: (laughs) (laughs) Fuji. I'm going to cut you off. You don't get a fun fact this week. Of course. My fun fact is that Matt and I will be going up to our alma mater this weekend to spend some time hanging out enjoying some awesome apples and fall-related hey, items. Hey, you stole mine! There we go. <laughs> uh, it's going to be a lot of fun, and I'm actually excited to talk about it next week a little bit. Oh, I'm uh, excited, It'll too. be good. I hope it's a good time. It, it's going to be a good time, trust me. Uh, but that's that's our show. If you want to contact us, see what we're kind of up to, we, we post a lot on Twitter. We're at PinkGoldPeeps. That's all one word. You can also send Matt any hate mail at gmail.com. You can also subscribe to us on SoundCloud or on iTunes. We're on both. Uh, we're still under Pink Gold Peep's feed, though, on iTunes. <laughs> Matt, we'll get to it eventually. We'll get there. Um, and uh, am I missing anything? Oh, our opening was made by Rick's record. Awesome guy, Rick's record. Check him out on SoundCloud as well. Yeah, he's super cool. Uh, Matt, you look like you just discovered something. You want to say something before we uh, close out the show?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I do. Are you going to say ciao? I swear. I mean- at it, some point in time before this episode is over, I mean, yes. I will be saying that. But is that watching. the thing you discovered? That is, not, that is not what I'm about to say. All right. So, the other day at work, ready? I guess this will be my fun fact. Okay. The, the fun fact is sometimes new hires do know what they're talking about. Is that um, <laughs> I had this thing that I was trying to do with one of the employees. And I needed their help with a certain thing that I didn't know how to do. But okay. to get there, we had to do something else that I didn't know how to do. So I started doing that, and she goes, to me, "No, no, no! That's not how you should do it. You should do it like this." And I was like, "That's not going to work." And she's like, "Matt, do it like this." I was like, "Okay," because I wasn't going to argue with her. So I just did it, and it didn't work. And I'm like, "Huh? That's way It didn't work. Maybe if we do it like this." And she's like, "Matt, Matt, come on, come on, do it like this." Didn't work. Do this five times, an hour and a half, an hour and a half doing this thing that I knew how to do that could have taken ten minutes. And I'm just like, "What if we do this?" And she's like, I mean, you could try And then it worked. She goes, oh, look at that. Huh. And it's like discredited. She's like, all right, anyway. And I'm like, oh, my God.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> and I was like, mm. I, was fr- I was just frustrated.
1: And then it was like, I don't know, it was like 2 o'clock. And I had like two hours left in my work day at that point. And I was like, well, hey, you really not motivated
0: now. That must be nice doing the 8 to 4. Well, I still get there at 7.15, 7.30. 7.15 to 4. That's still a good deal. Mm-hmm. Nah, what can you do? But anyway, that's our show. Have a good night, everybody. (coughs) Baba is you. Ciao!